You're now listening to the King's Court on Dash Radio, presented by SackKingsNation.com. Here are your hosts, Vince Miracle and Joe Morgan. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the King's Court, presented by All Purpose Insurance. That's right, Joe. We got a sponsor. Joining me as always, the one and only Joe Morgan. What's on? What's going on, Joe? Oh man, another day here in the uh, in the new cave. Working it out, having fun. Uh, got a new sponsor. That's exciting, right? Um, yeah, ready to ready to rock. I have been uh, seriously planning out the next month, and you know, literally one month from now, it'll be summer league. My favorite time of year. My absolute favorite time of year. Yeah. Everybody else loves the regular season. I am in love with Las Vegas summer league. It is my favorite favorite thing. I mean, I still like the regular season more, but Vegas is always a high point of July for me. Like, I, I can't wait for July 5th. We're going to be out there. We're driving out there, right? Yep, yep. I'm rolling down again because I can't be there for 10 days without a car. I've tried it in the past, right. and it just doesn't work. Yeah, you're staying for 10. I'm only staying for, like, 5, I think. Yeah. I'm only going to stay for a few days. But, yeah, we're going to be out there uh, meeting everybody. We're going to try and get a ton of guests to join our show, which is going to be incredible. We're bringing a full little setup out there. That's going to be amazing. Uh, yeah, a lot of fun. Also, also... I mean, I'm announcing this right now. I'm going to have a little too much fun on one of the days. I don't know what day it's going to be. I just know one of the days Joe may be having to hold my hair. Like, I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, not, I'm not saying, like, what day See, that's be, funny because I, I spend the entire 10 days and I never go to the strip. Oh, like, I'm, I'm off hotel and then I'm at Thomas and Mack Center and then I'm back to my hotel. Like, I'm never... I, I never go... The only exception to that was a couple times I had to go have, like, dinner with different people. And and they always, you know, they either want to eat some at some hotel restaurant, which is fine. But I don't actually, I don't party in Vegas. I'm not Last 21 anymore. Did, Last year we I did. I took you out because right. you were there. But like, I don't. You were winning too on that dang two dollar poker game. Yeah, I, I always it. win at gambling, but I don't like it because oh God, if I you go enough, you would lose. So right. I only win because I don't care. Because I'm not actually. I'm only there because right. like somebody else wants to be there. So all right, I'll play this stupid game. I only played a drink. That's it. Remember when we ran into, uh, we were out there in downtown Las Vegas, what, what area? Old Vegas? Where'd you, where'd you yeah, think? yeah. It's called Fremont Street. Fremont. The, the area right? is called Fremont Street. And we ran into our CK buddies out there. And we were, I remember me, Leo, and uh, E-Man were all just sitting at this table. And they did not know, like, what, like, me and Leo were the only two that knew what to do. And E-Man's <laughs> like, man, how do I make this bet? Like I'm just like throw it out there, throw it out there, and tell me why he got the luckiest out of all of us because he didn't know what he was doing. That's why beginner's luck is real. When you don't care, or when like you're just a beginner and you're fin- figuring things out, that's how they trap you. That's how they get you, <laughs> and that's how they suck you in. He's trying to explain to you why I'm, Vegas works. I'm just saying Vegas works because there are people there who spend years getting degrees on how to separate you from your money, and they are brilliant at it. That's why you don't go. That's why, again, go to the basketball games, man. Go to scout school. Go to... Go to all the places that basketball is happening. There's a um, a FIBA camp that I'm really interested in going to see, mm-hmm. and I say FIBA. It's not really. It's a it's a an agent runs it, and um, <coughs> oh, excuse me, that was loud. Uh, they they he runs it, and what it is is like three or four hundred people of his have ended up playing overseas. So the kids, um, I say kids, some of them are you know in their mid twenties, but either way. They, they try to get contracts. A lot of the overseas guys come and scout from there. So at the same time as Summer League, while scouts are already around, they throw together this FIBA thing nearby, and I'm really excited to go see that um, and see how that all works. It's always fun. Well, Joe, we don't have much in terms of King's news to really talk about. 
uh, I mean, I'm looking it up right here just to see what everyone else is talking about, right? Like, hey, new Kings information. Anything come out? Uh, they've done a couple pre-draft workouts. They've done like 16, 15 or 16 <clears throat> right now. I was trying to be modest. Yeah, a uh, couple. <laughs> they've, done, they've done a few. It's like uh, it's not worth naming everybody because, I mean, all their picks are in the high. Well, I mean, you know, we're going we're gonna to have an NBA draft guy come on here probably next week when we have the the full-on new intro done and everything. Like that. As you guys heard, like we cut out the full beginning of that intro, and you guys just got that one part. We have a whole new intro coming in. Um, we got new media guys coming in here next week as well to uh, boost up our SEOs and then also, you know, help us uh, with video production because a lot of our sponsors are going to start, you know, getting commercials through us once we make this thing video here in the studio. So we got a lot of things coming. Um, but in terms of King's news for this week, running slim. We have, like, pretty much nothing. Everyone's just talking about, like, what wings should the Kings go after? Reggie Bullock is one. Damari Carroll. Names we've already said, right? So... I think if that's the case, and we're talking about Vegas, and we're talking about odds, and we're talking about things that could potentially happen, why not we take? Why don't we take a crack at free agency in the entire NBA, Joe? Because some crazy things have happened. Man, the year the, of Durant just ended. Right, the week and a half that we've done since we have the, done our last show, crazy things have happened. We seen a trade in June, Joe. The Atlanta Hawks traded away Torian Prince, one of my favorite young players, to the Brooklyn Nets for Alan Crabb. I'm sorry, but crab is garbage, and he's gonna pay a ridiculous amount of money. So that happened. Torian Prince is there. They now have money to go get two max slots, I believe. One of them potentially is Kyrie Irving. That's another news that broke. Is that Kyrie is now signing with Rock Nation and wants to be a Brooklyn Net. KD injures his Achilles. There's so many people opting out of their deals, which was expected for free agency. But Joe, let's start off with the number one thing, KD. You brought it up already. Achilles gets ruptured, has successful surgery yesterday, Wednesday, announces it. In your in your opinion, was it the right move or the wrong move for the, the Warriors to play him? Look, obviously in hindsight, it's easy to say it was the wrong move. Right. I mean, it's it's I, obviously, hey, you ruptured your Achilles. That's always a bad idea. I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a doctor, but that's not a good call. Same time, it's the the defining game of the finals if your team loses they're out of course you're going to play i don't care what's wrong with you physically you have to play it doesn't really i mean you have to you you have to you're 7 years old when you start training for that moment 3 2 you know game whatever of the finals i have to make the shot yeah but uh, I mean, without a minutes restriction though like that was my thing like no, when i heard that when i heard no minutes restriction that was crazy the thing that blew me away and i never even thought about it till after the game was when Brian Windhorst was on the low post mini pod right and he's talking about how he played the first 12 of the first 14 minutes of the game and then he injured his Achilles. Like, wow, no minutes restriction has been out for weeks, right, with a calf injury. And when the initial calf injury happened, he lo- he thought he already did something to his Achilles. So, I mean, that's... But see, it was diagnosed as a mild calf strain. Right. You can't, you can't expect that your Achilles is going to blow because you have a calf strain. Like, it's just not... No, but you can... Ex- I mean, I mean, once you push off, like, from... Like, with the calf injury, if, if you hurt the calf... And you're playing with it just 30 days after you just got a calf injury, which they said was minor, but obviously was severe because he didn't play in any other finals game, right? We saw a hamstring from Clay Thompson. He played. Saw a chest contusion for 
uh, what's the center's name? It's, it's literally blinking out of my head right now. The center with the chest contusion. Kevin Looney. Yeah. I mean, all those people are coming back from injury. You got the hamstring also from, or the calf from Iggy. I honestly feel like there was pressure within. Like, I think the Warriors kind of, like, probably pressured him into it. Also, Kevin Durant's one of those people that definitely reads into social media. You can tell because he has those fake burner accounts. If you go on YouTube and you talk about YouTube accounts, like he's in there in the comment section commenting. So I, I kind of feel like he was pressured into it. Just the thing that blows me away is that 30 days. Like 30 days later, he's playing without a minutes restriction. T- first 12 minutes of the first 14 minutes of that game, then his Achilles rupture. Now, I'm not saying anything happens, just like Brian Windhorst says. You can't say that's the reason why that injury happened. But you have to think that has to be in consideration for it, right? He didn't play for 30 days. Now go. Now you go online. You look at the sporting news, uh, in an article written by Liam Blackburn. And I like the sporting news. I go. I go to the sporting news quite a bit. They have a specialist going on there saying that Kevin Durant will never be the same again. That's their headline. Kevin Durant will never be the same again. And I don't know. Like I, it's crazy. It's crazy to think because before, probably like probably like three years ago, four years ago. When you when you heard an Achilles injury, it was basically it was over, right? Like if you got an Achilles injury, you're never the same. You probably won't. You'll never get paid nothing. Now, you rupture your Achilles, you break a leg. People are back stronger than ever. Like the sports medicine is just incredible. So, let me let me throw you. Let's turn this conversation into something different now, Joe. You ready? Yeah. If you're the Warriors, and you see this injury, it's I'm not saying it's their fault, but I'm going to give a little bit of blame to them just because it felt like from the outside that they're applying pressure a little bit to him. Are you, or, or if you're in any other team, are you paying the max for Kevin Durant where you could potentially not see him for an entire year? No, man, I don't think you can pay the max for him. I mean, is he worth it? Yeah, he's probably worth it. But also, if he's not, you've committed your team to a deal that could potentially like drop your franchise. I mean it would ruin your franchise if he isn't healthy, if he can't come back, if he isn't who he is right now, you've supermaxed a guy that is worth I don't want to say worth nothing. That sounds really. But, you know, if he's if he can't play, so you're telling me I don't know. Like for me, let's say for example, the Kings have the opportunity to max out Kevin Durant. Like this is the only way I could explain to where like this is how game-changing he is. You put him on the Kings at eighty percent, he's not going to be a hundred percent. He's not going to be. I mean, it's hard to imagine him being same old KD, right? So let's knock him down to eighty percent. The Kings are a top five seed in the West with Kevin Durant, eighty percent. You take him and you put him on the Knicks. That's a playoff team. Clay Thompson said it best at the end of Game Six. Kevin Durant's the best player in the game. You put him on the thirtieth best team, the thirtieth ranked team. He makes that team a playoff team. Uh, but yeah, I'm just saying Kevin Durant is a monster. I I think it's a it's a hand. I think if Kevin Durant says I'm willing to come back, Warriors max that out. You have to. I mean, especially if you kind of feel like you pressured him into it. And the outside narrative. I mean, I I I'm we aren't there. You know what I mean? Like we're not in that locker room. We're not talking to these people. So I would say the narrative just from the outside media is it seems as if he was pressured, just because of. All these other guys were injured, and they were playing, and now their backs are against the wall. 
and they're winning these games without Kevin. Like that was remember, like as soon as Kevin got out and they won those games. Yeah, like, they were. Oh, they about did it without Kevin. They don't need Kevin. They don't need Kevin. Now their backs are against the wall. Oh, is this guy ever going to show up? Type of thing. Like those were the narratives in the media. And now, like now he's gone. Now he gave you eleven points in twelve minutes. Played the first twelve or the first fourteen minutes. Then his Achilles goes out, and he's like, "Man, would you do it all over again?" Yeah, like I don't know. Steve Steve Kerr said he would do it all over again the exact same way. Nothing changed. And maybe that's the right mindset to have, but as of right now, like it just sucks that we're looking at a potential full year without Kevin Durant. But even with that said, if I'm any team, Knicks, Lakers, Warriors, I'm maxing that dude out and I'm putting him on my team, hands down. Same thing with like the same thing. That's the same reason why the Mavs traded for Porzingis. He might not be that same as that player that he once was because of his ruptured Achilles or ACL or whatever. But that dude's a monster. It's basketball. You know what I mean? Like, if you get that strength back, even if you're 80% of the player that you had the potential to be, you're still an amazing player. You're worth the gamble. Kevin Durant is worth that gamble. He was the number one player in the world. The things he was able to do on the floor, both offensively and defensively, is amazing. So I'm maxing him out. There ain't, there ain't, There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I mean, I, I understand that point of view. I really do, but... I'm always so afraid to commit a team long-term to somebody who may not be able to play at their level. Um, he's, you you said it, he is, he's, if he's not the best, he's, he's in the top three category. I he's mean, top two. But I'm just saying there's, there's, you know, there's only a couple guys that you could even argue one way or the other or near him. That's fine. But how good is he on one foot? I don't know. I mean, I, I'm, and nobody knows It's it's not a possibility to, to really guess. We can all talk about how, you know how good medicine is, but your body's your body. If he if he doesn't come back healthy, I don't know. I don't know how good he'll be. Don't get me wrong. I, I believe you. I believe that sports medicine has come leaps and bounds from four or five years ago. Sports medicine is amazing, and what they can do to these guys and get them back to healthy is it's crazy. It's it's again, it's crazy. There's no other way to say it. They can they can turn you from. You know, I mean, what is it? Twenty four hours after the injury, he's already having the surgery. Twenty four hours later, he'll probably he's out be in New York having a surgery. I'm just saying, like they yeah, have him on the, crazy. you know, on the best table with the best surgeon in the world. Right. I mean, yeah, I, I get it. They're they're leaps and bounds from where they were, and they are definitely going to make him healthy again. But there's something about an elite an elite athlete, and whether or not he can come back. I you're probably right. Probably most of the teams in the league probably will say yes to maxing him out. You're, oh, I you're will. probably accurate. Oh no, it's fast. I'm just a very cautious person with that because like I said, you're tying so, your team to that for a long time. We're gonna change topics here, but before I do, like I really want to ask you like just yes or no. Kings or just tell me your feeling. Kings offer Kevin Durant the max out for the entire year, won't be back until probably training camp next season you still excited about a four-year deal max contract i mean if he comes back healthy you'd have three years where you were seriously in contender so, but status that, right, but like are you happy with that deal 
The, an- the answer yeah, is yes. Yeah, yeah okay. because I mean he's on the team. Yeah, I'm just saying the answer yeah. is yes. Because <laughs> the, the you know me, I'm an eternal optimist. I I uh, yes, yes, I guess. Um, All right, let's let's move on because I'm just blown away at the fact that you you would think that you'd have to think twice about it. Like for me, well, it's, it's an injury, man. I have to think twice about care. any injury. It's Kevin Durant, though. I and I get that. That's and it like sells saying, jerseys, but if he's not healthy, not, he doesn't win games. It's just not selling. But he, what he does when he's playing is incredible. Like if he plays, he will play again. Though. Okay. Like ACL or yeah, Achilles tear is gonna. Kobe came back. From no, you're it. you're you're so probably right. And came. you're probably right. I just have to think about it more. And you're probably right. I would probably get really excited. Let's move on, Joe. There was a trade that happened in June. It's incredible because most trades in June never happen. But a trade has happened between the Brooklyn Nets and the Atlanta Hawks. The Brooklyn Nets are sending Allen Crabb, the number 17 pick in the 2019 NBA draft, a 2020 lottery protected first round pick to the Atlanta Hawks for one of my favorite players, Torrey and Prince, and a 2021 second-round pick. The deal cannot be finalized until July 6th, obviously, but heading into draft day, it looks like the Atlanta Hawks are going to have the 17th pick, the 10th pick, the 8th, 10th, and 17th pick, all within the top 20 of that first round. They're building something over there in Atlanta, and it's interesting. And on top of that, the the Prince going to the Brooklyn, I believe, opens up two slot, uh, max slots. One of them now is possibly Kyrie Irving. What are they going to do with D'Angelo Russell then? That make like this it's going to tra- be an exciting offseason. This trade just made everything even more interesting because I thought D'Angelo Russell was a stud this year. He had those off nights like most NBA players do, so I, I'm not going to put him in superstar range, but he was definitely an all star in the East. Where does he go? If you're if you're for, if you're just moving forward with Kyrie Irving and Spencer Dinwiddie, which makes sense, that's a good team right there. I I take Kyrie over D'Angelo, obviously. But where does D'Angelo go? Does he see where Kemba goes, and maybe Michael Jordan reaches out to D'Angelo and brings him to the Hornets? Maybe there's a sign and trade deal somewhere where you try to find. Oh no, you can't sign and trade because they hire Kyrie. I mean, maybe there's a sign and trade deal to get him to. The Pelicans in a helping type of deal to get Anthony Davis to the Lakers, which is another thing that's starting to surface up again, where Anthony Davis either wants to go to the Lakers or the Knicks, but we'll get to that next. That's how we'll, <laughs> we'll talk about that at the end of the show. Bro, the Celtics are the ones that are that are really in everybody's trade talks. and, and... Well, that but the Celtics can't do anything until July 1st. They can't do a single thing just because of that uh, rookie extension rule for Kyrie. So they can't yeah. do nothing yet. So just in general... What With th- this trade, like, I don't know, man. It's, it's just insane to me because, like, Prince, if he was on the market for just cash and a bad contract and a good pick and the top 20, I just don't understand how, like, if you offer three seconds a Kufis that expired this year, like, you could have got a Torian Prince. Like, a lot of people probably don't like Torian Prince. I'm a huge fan of what Torian Prince can bring. His offense is still needed to come up. But defensively on the wing, he was the name. Remember, Joe, during the trade deadline, I was like, that's the name you need to go after. This is the guy they absolutely want. And I did report it, that, and I was talking about how the Kings and the Hawks were talking for a little while. Most of the, most of the trades were circled around Jeremy Lin because that's what the Kings wanted, Jeremy Lin, at the trade deadline. But I kept I kept asking about Prince, and it was brought up. But they, their asking price was higher than, than it is now, obviously. 
So the Hawks definitely have something in mind right now. But having 8, 10, and 17, and there's a there's the rumblings going around that they're going to try and ch- trade away that 17 and that 10 to move up into the top five. So they're, they're, they're trying to build a strong core between Herter, Collins, and Trey Young. Like, they got shooting for at the at the backcourt, and then they got Collins as a big man. Like, it's it, it looks like a promising young team out there in Atlanta. And then with the Nets, it just... It's just going to be very interesting to see how they build, how they build around. Prince is now going to be there. Damari Carroll, are they going to get Kyrie? Jared Allen seems to be a good player there, but like, how good is he? Because we just saw what happened to Gobert in the playoffs. Like, He's more of that type of player than anything else. We just saw what happened to Clint Capella. He basically just got eliminated out of the playoffs but from his play. You need a big man that can do a little bit more. You need a Marcus Gasol type player, and now Horford. So it, it'll be interesting to see how that ease plays out. But what team are you most intrigued by, Joe? Well, again, we, we Hawks I just are for Nets. I think the Hawks are going to be a young, up and coming team that are going to be really fun to watch. But it's going to be two or three years before they become anything. Like they're starting five. It's all going to be young. They're starting five right now is because they traded away Prince. So it's mm-hmm. going to be obviously moving forward. They got Young. They got Herder one and two. I think they're going to still roll with Baysmore because he's still under contract and they're paying way too much for but him. But you talked about how many picks they have. Let's see who they pick up and, and what's, I, their, I mean, what's their five going to be. Well, I don't know. I mean, it just kind of depends on what they get from 17 and 10. I mean, if they get into the top five, where is – I mean, does Barrett fall that low? I mean, I don't think so. RJ no, Barrett's he's, he's going to be top three, yeah. There's no what's question. What's the other one's name? I can't even remember his name off the top of my head. Oh, he was also on that Duke team. Uh, uh, Reddish, Cam Reddish. He might be dropping to that top five area if he can get in there. He can, if they can get pick four or five for ten and seventeen, and maybe something else. Hmm, that would be interesting. That'd be interesting. The Lakers are are trying but, to do something with that fourth. But pick. no matter what we talk about, they're not going to be a contender. No matter who they pick up this year, they're they're still in a building phase. Well, yeah. So but you come back to the Nets. The, they I they actually could be something. Though. I mean, I still find that team pretty interesting though. But the fact that they got a because the Nets traded away a another first rounder, so they if they if the Nets are in the one through fourteen protected through that or yeah if that's in there, the the Hawks get that pick. Like that's that's pretty that's pretty big. That's a big deal. But yeah, the Nets are real. I'm tree I'm super interested in what happens in the Nets. Like I didn't like who would have ever thought that the Nets that were at one point the New Jersey Nets and now the Brooklyn Nets. Are going to be like the the big brother team to the Knicks, you know? It's like right now, also the same thing for the Clippers. Like, who would ever thought the Clippers at any point would be like the big brother team to the Lakers? Now, obviously, the Lakers are going to hold that city in L.A., but the Clippers are looking damn good, Joe. Like, I like that team, and they got two max spots. Like, what if they get? Because this is another thing too. Like, Kawhi could go to the Clippers. And that would just be insane. See, I, I'm Cam Reddish, is who yeah. you were thinking about earlier. Yeah. And if he goes to Atlanta. But he's another, like, 2-3. He's like a herder. That's just, that's, I, I, but that's what I'm saying. Like, they're going to have to start Baysmore. I mean, it also depends on what they do in free agency, obviously. But Well, yeah, and they have plenty of money. Mm, they just took on Alan Crabb's contract, so not too yeah, much Yeah, but money. that's one of – I mean, they still have money. They still have a lot of money. 
Uh, I'm trying to look down the list here of who's on their team and what would work. But again, they're, they're, regardless, the Nets are the one that I would be more interested in just because they could play now. Yeah, I mean, if they can get Kyrie Irving and one other, like, really good – they need they – need... See, I think Irving's going to go to the Knicks. No, I think he's going to Brooklyn. I, I think, think so. Yeah. That, all the reports are indicating like that's his new team. He's signing with Rock Nation, which is Jay-Z's team, who was a – at the time – Yeah. Was a former, you know, uh, Brooklyn, uh, Brooklyn Nets investor or whatever. Then his dad, I believe Kyrie's dad played for the Nets. So, I mean, there's a lot of history there. And I can see him blowing up as a Brooklyn Net player. It just, it, like, is KD still going to the Knicks, though? Like, Anthony Davis' Man. top two destinations are Lakers and Knicks, right? Yeah. Knicks have nothing to package. Like, what are they going to package to get? 80, like nothing. nothing. They don't have any, yeah. So the Lakers got all the cards in their hands, and then the Celtics are over here just saying, like, oh, wait, 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 wait till July. We got an offer for you that you're going to want to accept because they still have a little bit of picks, and they got this guy named Jason Tatum who's a monster. Yeah, he played really well this year. Yeah, I mean, he kind of fell off a little bit because of the Kyrie thing, but that playoff run that he had a year ago, dude, Jason Tatum is a monster. Like, he... He's another Paul Pierce type of guy. Like, I, I see him as like a baby Paul Pierce. Like, he is nasty. And then you also have Jalen Brown. Terry Rozier could be like a sign-and-trade type of deal situation. Like, so many things happening around the NBA. It's crazy to think about. There's just so much going on. I just, I'm just excited. I'm excited for Summer to just talk about, like, like when we went to, out to Summer League last year, I got to sit in the elevator and just chit-chat with Howard Beck. And, like, him and I were just BSing about the NBA for about 15 minutes while we were waiting in this tunnel. Like, everything is going on. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm super excited for this, this upcoming summer. Just Summer, summer League coming up, that's going to define a lot. But, but I'm telling you right now, Joe, July, while we're out there, we're going to have to be by our computers at all times. Because all through that, just crazy things are about to happen. I'm telling you right now, that injury to Kevin Durant, the trade happening in June, so many players wanting to go into certain markets and basically start building their brand. Because that's what's really changed the NBA is just the fact that players want to build their own brand and build their name. Because that's how they're going to start making money, right? Shoe deals and things like that. Like it's going to be a very big summer in terms of the landscape of the NBA. The entire landscape of the NBA just changed. Through this, through this NBA Finals. Like, it's crazy to think about also that the Raptors' best player in Kawhi Leonard, who is one game away from winning an NBA title for that country, you know what I mean? Like, for the Raptors, who've never even made it to the Finals ever in their entire franchise's career, like, could be gone after a one-year rental. Like, that is I, I don't know how he would leave. He wants to build his own brand without I, talking. I understand like, all I get, of that, but he wants to build you own. just won... A championship for a whole country, like you said, it'd be hard to leave. But he's already won a championship. I don't know. He won a championship. Like, like think about it like this. this you is, are going to be the hero of a country. No, think about it like this, though. <laughs> he was on a team you never leave. Yeah. He was on the Spurs. You never leave the Spurs, especially when you're the guy. When have you ever heard Tim Duncan leaving the Spurs? David Robinson leaving the Spurs. Like, he was that next guy, and then there was a riff, and he left. Crazy thing to think about that everyone is talking about the fact that Damari or Damar Damari Damar DeRozan, who's now on the Spurs right now, open in trade conversations. Like, that's someone you have to keep an eye on because Kawhi changed that. Like, Damar is not Kawhi Leonard, not even the same. 
Yeah. Offensively, DeMar DeRozan's a monster. Defensively, I'm not saying you have to hide him, but he can only guard a handful of people. Kawhi is a game changer. Yeah. He's already Kawhi's won defense ten- is obviously at he's a already won titles. He's already won titles. He knows what he like. He in his mind he knows what he wants, but he doesn't want to talk. So he's just gonna do his thing, and he wants to go to a place where he can do his thing and build his brand. You go to the Clippers where they've never had a superstar like you before. You're basically doing what you just did in Toronto, but in L.A. where you can be new Kobe. You know, like that's. That, that, that's a tempting offer. I don't know. Um, Billy Crystal will be there instead of Drake, though. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, which place would you rather play? Mm, probably L.A. Less cold. It's L.A. I mean, no matter what, it's the, still the Staples Center. Still yeah. L.A. And then, and then there ain't the no next jer- question. There's no jerseys in the Raptors for the Clippers right now. <laughs> yeah, you would, again... It's the same way Toronto feels, although Toronto has some some heroes of the past. But right, but like the Clippers got old Baron Davis. I mean that that te- that Clippers team though was CP3 and Blake and DeAndre Jordan and JJ. Like that was a squad, and it just never worked but out. But they hit they hit a wall with the Warriors. <laughs> like that's a so Lakers, Clippers, Knicks, Nets, and I'm sure some others are going to offer Kevin Durant max money. That's just happening. Oh, we're back on KD. Well, no, because I my question comes back to Kawhi. You're the Lakers. Clippers aren't offering. Aren't. No, no, but you're the Lakers. Kawhi says yes. Kevin Durant says yes. Who do you take? You have max money. You you offer them both. Which one is your number one of two? I mean, the guy who's you already have LeBron there. I mean, I'm probably going with KD, but I don't think they're going for KD. Like as much as I think they want Anthony Davis. Like I don't think there's. Like, there's three superstars, four superstars, but it looks like Kyrie already made his decision. There's four, like, true superstars on the market this summer. Yeah. Five, dude, there's potentially five superstars on the market. Six, if you consider these reports of DeMar DeRozan getting traded. Kimba Walker, yeah, maybe a Kimba Laker. even said, Kimba's staying, though, because Kimba said he was willing to take less money to build a team around Yeah, him. but he needs a team. They yeah. have no money. Yeah. So, so this is what's going to happen in that trade negotiation. Ready? This is Kemba's trade negotiation. When he goes in there, he's like, "Hey, Jordan, uh, pay me five years max money." If he says no, or he's like, "Well, are you willing to take a discount?" This is where he goes, "All right, Knicks, I'm coming," because that's where he's going to go. Because the Knicks need a point guard. Because I don't care what Knicks fans say, Dennis Smith Jr. is he's not, not your he's future. Not, he's not working out. Yeah, I, I like Dennis Smith Jr. He but is he's not. not he's not a number one. He's he's a mixture. Of Stephon Marbury and Russell Westbrook. Like, he's that type of mix. And I like that type of player. Like, I was a huge fan of Marbury. I'm a huge fan of Westbrook. But he, that that that's a lot to put your future on. Kemba's a star. Then, you still got AD. You still got KD. You got Kawhi. You got all these other names that are moving around. Like, Anthony Davis is hands down number one. The best player you can get. Best player. Big man shoots threes, block shots, everything. He's he priority A number one above Kevin. Obviously, he just got injured. Above Kevin for sure. After that, it's Kawhi just because of health reasons, and if he can be swayed over there, then it's KD. And there's no there's no hesitation on Max for KD. Just know that there's a pecking order still. Like you want health before paying you the money. Like knowing that you can become healthy, then. The reports of, like, the Rockets, like, there's so many. Like, this is why I can't wait to go to Vegas, Joe. Like, we can keep going down all these storylines. This is the reason why I can't go to Vegas. 
there's so many different outlets there and it's such an open world out in Vegas where like in terms of media like everyone's doing the same exact thing everyone's interviewing this interviewing the same exact people so you run into people that you don't get to talk to all the time and this year cuz we're bringing all of our equipment we're going to be able to do interviews there like this is what I'm excited about so it's going to it's going to be a lot of talk but like all right last one like could you imagine LeBron James finally being able to play with his best friend Chris Paul and then hey you know, we got Chris Paul here. Let me ring a ding ding. Veteran minimum. Hey, Carmelo, you feeling good over there coming <laughs> off the bench See, yet? Now you're just now you're just making stuff up. No, bro. I'm just saying though, yeah. like that's a thing. Like Chris Paul's on the trade market. Yeah. Daryl Morey's too too uh brave. I'm gonna use the word brave because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bet against him. But he's brave. He's basically said everyone but James Harden is on the market. Because if Clint Capella's on the market for real for real, and they realize that he was that's another guy that might end up in Boston. I'm just no. F- get out of here! Look, this is Bro, a king. That's, a that's word podcast. coming out. I'm this not. Is, that's not me is, saying this it. This is the King's podcast. I'm about to turn it the other way. I'm telling you right now, if Clint Capella is on the market. You do a sign and trade deal. Give them Willie Cauley Stein for whatever money that he wants to get paid, and they're willing to pay. Like I would make this type of deal. I would go after Clint Capella hard. I like Clint Capella. I love Rashawn Holmes though. That's still my number one. Yeah, actually, I talked about that with somebody the other day. I, I really think that is a good, I know, a good call. He says, "I know, I know, I know." Sometimes I do my homework. That's all. But yeah, all right, Joe. I think that's our time, man. Like, I will get that. We, there's not a lot of Kings news, so we didn't get to harp yeah. on that. But uh, uh, a few announcements, I guess. Uh, for me on my side, I got Full Court Miracle in development right now. That's gonna be the name of my NBA show. Sometimes I'll do it here in the studio. Sometimes I'll do it from home. Basically, going to be like the low post podcast. Just going to get guests come in, just join me, talk about their team, talk about their beats, uh, talk about their stories. They're just coming out. Like I'm really just going to try and get more storytelling. Like I, Joe knows this about me. I don't know if you guys truly do because we only talk about the Kings on this show. But like I love asking questions. I love figuring things out by just asking questions. Um, so I'm going to be able to do that a little bit more. So full court miracle. You guys are going to hear the first few episodes here while the station's getting brought up, but. uh yeah, be on the lookout for that. All Purpose Insurance, we're working on their commercial right now. Uh, they're a sponsor. They're going to be a sponsor for the entire year. So if you guys need car insurance, boat insurance, uh, motorcycle insurance, go to allpurposeinsurance.com. And again, uh, we'll have we'll have a full-on commercial and script for that. But for right now, like contracts just got signed. Like We're working on everything still. But uh, yep, we're, uh, we're, that's going to be our new uh, presenting sponsor. One of our new presenting sponsors and things like that. So if you want to become a sponsor of the Kings Court, uh, email us, kingscourtpodcast at gmail.com. Put in the uh, headline sponsors and then let us know what your business is and uh, we'll send you over those sponsor tiers and get you guys rolling and going. Joe, you got any announcements? Man, no, I got to get back to writing jokes. I'm in another battle tonight. That's uh, right. Doing a roast battle this evening. So. How, how's that comedy thing going for you? <clears throat> oh, it's been pretty fun. I... um. Today we actually start the Verbal Insults League, which is uh, finally Sacramento has a league for battle roasting, or roast battling, rather. It's vile. uh, You guys should figure out an E and just make your league vile. (laughs) Vile. Well, again, that's kind of the joke is we're going to find out who the most vile comedian is in Sacramento. So uh, come out. Uh, uh, Blacktop Comedy in Rockland, anytime you guys hear this, we're going to have a whole bunch of them, but search it, uh, follow the Verbal Insults League, and... uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. It's always fun to, to be mean, get, let some stress out on somebody. So. All right. It's, you, it, 
what about stand-up special before I let you go? Are you going to do one of those? Bro, I've or? never even done real stand-up. I've only asking. done the insult stuff. Uh, I'm I'm working yeah, on it. I want to do it, but I just haven't done it yet. Joe's basically admitting on the on air, <laughs> I'm kind of a dick in, when I'm standing in front of my computer just writing stuff. No, honestly, so the other day I actually um, performed a wedding for somebody. Okay. And if if I would have gotten a car wreck on the way there, I had all of my notes for the for the roast battle, and then I had wedding vows. People, if they found that, like, littered around the highway around my wreck, they would have assumed I was Dexter or something. <laughs> like, it was some psychotic – it was a psychotic mixture of papers in the same, like, file folder. Is like these horrifying things that you say to somebody mixed with like, I love you. You're the best person ever. <laughs> yeah, it was it was some I, I definitely had to separate the papers so I wouldn't be So stand up though, you're gonna actually do it? like you're gonna, I'm do gonna a try real it. Set? I'm gonna try it real soon. Uh, I was gonna do it this Wednesday and some things came up, but I'm gonna maybe try you it. Did, next you're Wednesday. gonna do uh, what's it called? Tony's what's it what's it called? Oh, Tony Hinchcliffe show. I, I would love to. I I mean it's not really an option. You don't you don't you get do to it. Name you draw have, that yeah, you have to get though. drawn. It's not like up to the comic, it's up to who they Still, draw. Still are you gonna do it though? Oh, I'll put my name in. Yeah, yeah I'll okay. put my name in the hat. I'm not. Do you have like a set set up yet or no? It's only one minute, dude. You can make up a minute, but I, I don't. Oh, yet, like, no. You don't have like nothing like. I have a few things written, but they're not. I've never tried them in front of people, so I don't know if they're funny yet. Like, yeah, I've I, like I've told you this story before. I'll put it on there. I don't care. I've tried stand up one time, one time, and let me tell you right now, everyone else was getting hand claps. I was getting finger snaps. Like it was, it was not funny. It was not good. Like people were just like, all right. Get off the stage. Like, I felt like I was at a poetry contest. No one was laughing. They were all silent. Just like, good job. All right, get off. I'm not funny. I'm like in the moment funny. I don't know. I think I can I think I can do it, but whatever. What's the worst that happens is it's not funny and you try something new. Exactly. Like, See, but I'm I'm not brave enough. I'd rather just ask more questions. So that, I'm already asking questions right now. Anyways, Joe, that's been our time. We're having too much fun here. Joe, where can the fans find you online? You can find me at Sack Sports Morgan. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Pretty much Twitter's the only thing I'm on anymore. Where's the show at? Where's, if they're listening to it today, since we're, we're pushing it out this Thursday, this is, the show's coming out right after this. Where is the show located at? It's at Blacktop Comedy in Rockland. Go Look to Blacktop Black Comedy. Comedy. Tonight, I think it's 8 o'clock? 8 o'clock tonight. 8 o'clock tonight, Blacktop Comedy. Follow him at Sack Sports Morgan. He's telling yuck, yuck jokes. He's making fun of other people. You guys go follow him. Go to the show. It's out in Rockland, Blacktop Comedy. My boy Josh Means is going to be there. He's the host of it. He's a monster. He means what he says. Get it? Bada bing. And I've been your That's host. That's why you don't do comedy. Exactly. <laughs> I've been your host today. My name is Vince Miracle. You guys can follow me on all social media platforms of at VM Center. Be sure to bookmark SackKingsNation.com for all of your in-depth coverage of the Sacramento Kings. Be sure to book or subscribe to this podcast. Leave a rating. And whew, remember this all the time, Kings fans. Until next time, Sacramento Kings fans. All right, guys. This is the part where Vince usually says bye-bye. Well, I messed up and accidentally deleted that during the recording. Doesn't really matter. Reason I'm on here is to tell you, Blacktop Comedy is tomorrow. It's Friday. It is Friday the 14th. It is not Thursday. So if you are listening to this on Thursday, uh, I thought that we were putting this out on Friday. We're putting it out today. Bottom line, the show is on Friday. So if you want to watch the comedy, come out to Blacktop Comedy on Friday at 8 o'clock. All right. See you guys there. Uh, Oh, yeah. Bye-bye.